Hello. What's happening, Monet? Hi, Naza. How are you? Good. Great, great, great. I'm happy to I'm happy to kick it with you this evening. Thank you for having me. Oh no, the pleasure is ours. So um to introduce you to the platform, everybody you already know who I am. I'm the host with the most. Nodge from PIG Phoenix Innovation Group. And you know this platform is all about uh shattering slavitude and um, you know, tapping into that money mindset. So today I have a, another illustrious guest, Miss Monet Lewis, and I'll let her um, tell us a little more about herself. Monet? Okay. So um, I currently... I'm working in the higher education admissions field, so I get to have the pleasure of recruiting students to encourage them to come to Buffalo, back in my hometown of New York City, where I went to high school in the Bronx, so that is my territory, and right now I'm, commun- I'm communicating with you in the Bronx, <laughs> so nice. I'm really excited about that, yeah. So it's really wonderful to speak to youth every single day and their passions and their excitement on getting involved and what the choice of an education will do for them. So yeah, that's, that's incredible work, Monet. I'm happy <laughs> to hear that. That's exactly what the community needs. Thank you. If you, if you want change, you got to be a part of it. That's of course. That's right, right. So, um. I mean that's that's a that's a full plate right there. Anything else you'd like to share with us? <laughs> that you got going on that you got coming up? Um, so I got a couple of college fairs that I'm going to be doing. Um, prior to being an admissions counselor, I was really big in diversity and equity work. I previously worked at Buffalo State College as a um, program coordinator and. Um, assistant in terms of doing programs for our equity and campus diversity office and then after that I worked in the nonprofit sector at the community foundation for greater buffalo doing the racial equity initiative work and so I had the pleasure of doing re-entry services so working with um policymakers on individuals on re-entering society after serving time. Um, so that was really uh, amazing. And also in November, I'll have a retreat with at St. Bonaventure with high school students, and they get to stay on a college campus um, for a weekend and get to do some diversity work activities. So I'm still involved in diversity um, work. But right now, I'm currently just doing the emissions for the students. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. You got a lot going on. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. And I think that makes you well qualified for tonight's topic, which happens to be your question. And I think this is a great time to segue into that question. Do you do you have, do you have that question in front of you? Um. Yes, I believe I still remember what it is. It's what makes a good guy and why are good guys you corny and then also why do black women normalize trauma or drama 
All right, so that's a that's like a super loaded question. Do you I agree? Know, right? <laughs> yes, it is. So can we add a little context to to how you came up with that question? Yeah. Um, so actually, Naja shared with me a video about um, why do women choose the guys last, and I believe um, I wasn't too sure exactly who said it, but. It was a fellow rapper that was making a comment on Sierra and Russell Wilson's converse, um, Slim relationship. Thug. Slim Thug, yeah. Slim Thug was commenting on Sierra and Russell Wilson's marriage, and I believe he called Russell Wilson whack and like basically saying that Sierra um, is not happy opposed, uh, with Russell Wilson as opposed to with like Future. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm 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 not even gonna pretend that I'm an expert in in in, in women, mm-hmm. you know, especially black women. So, what's your what's your take on it, or do you agree with? Was there some insights that that you agree with 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 the host or the panel that was on this on that uh podcast? There was definitely some insights that I did agree with and some that I was unsure about or sparked some more interest I wanted to explore more, which is why I was really interested in seeing how that question would pertain to um, Acts of Phoenix. And I want to say this too, I'm not an expert in women. I only am an expert in my own life. And even still, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> so, <laughs> especially when it comes to relationships. So oh. I think I think this is a good time to to put in my disclaimer, man. The more we learn, the more we know nothing at all. So we just giving you our experience, or based on the research that that we've done. Mm-hmm. So, agree. do you think that do you think that you pick good guys last? I think I did for some time, and. Um, every time now I try to be really conscious or like why did something didn't work out how can I do di- do things differently but even still when you try to um, when I try to do things differently it's a different scenario it's a different time in my life so it's still really hard and one of the things I did like was I believe the woman in the middle um, she kept saying like oh don't overlook the hood guys or the guys that are back in your neighborhood um, give them a chance and I think this is a good time to define like what a good guy is and it's constantly viewed as uh, a scholarly guy, guy that's in school in the books, maybe an army dude or someone that's in service you can get married right away um, more so the guy that's quick, that's quick and easy to get to a bag that's not hustling that seems to be just like an alternative <laughs> to the, hus- the hustle guy. That means you're a good guy. And in my um, own experience, sometimes the good guys may not be even better. They could just be really more into their own selves, um, have a really big head, and they can also um, overlook so, women. So, <laughs> so I, I see the types of occupations that you say may constitute a good guy, but what are the qualities? So you run into a good guy. What does a good guy like? 
I mean, like, how do you know? How do you know that this guy is a good guy? Because he go to church? Because, you know what I mean? Like, enlighten us, please. Yeah, so now I feel like going through those experience of the good guy with the, the certain occupations, I honestly feel like the good guy trace is someone on how they make you feel. Make you feel beautiful. Um, personally, mm. they make me feel beautiful. I honestly really appreciate a guy that uplifts me um, and how mm. I look when I wake up. Not like, you know, I woke up, I'm flawless. Um, I don't have to feel tempted to wear makeup and dress up a certain way. Not saying that I'm trying to um, carry myself like I fall, I fallen off and or anything like that. But right, right, like look like me for who I truly am, not like what I may post on like my social media to get the certain lights. Like they really just like who I truly am, my raw beauty, my natural hair. Sometimes I wear my natural twist and I don't feel like doing the twist out in the big old afro. Like I just want to be me and how I am and how I am every day. So I think that those traits are really um, amazing. And then also going on to like the trauma and drama piece. My, I would say my life is drama full in terms of like family affairs. And right, right, right. I'm not asking for a guy to fix me, but be able to um, empathize what I'm going through. And I think, honestly, the only person that could really um, empathize with my lifestyle is a black man. And so mm. someone that can be able to understand what I'm going through, willing to listen, also offer advice. Um, I'm not one to, I'll say, submit to a man. But I definitely always leave a lot of room to get their advice because I do value my man's opinion. opinion. So someone that's really level-headed and can um, make just decisions and help me making those decisions for myself. So really so, just, yeah. So can, can we put a pin in that right there? Like what, so how do you know, right? Because there's the stigma that, you know, if you're strong or, or, or strong-willed, strong-minded, you know what you want out of life, you know, you might be considered to be a bitch. Or, you know, you just don't get along well with others. So when you said that it, it feels great to have your man support you, um, do you have any, like, brushes with insecurities because of such? Because you're such a go-getter. Yeah, I do have um, a brush of insecurities. And I will say I do count on my partner to be able to help me through um, through those insecurities and navigating like I, I really want to hear that I'm beautiful and I want to be able to believe in myself and right, especially, right, right, especially right, right. like when I keep talking about like that image like now, I want to say I'm sorry go ahead no go ahead I didn't mean to cut you off I'm just saying like that was that was that just like a, a perfect time to talk about that one I forgot the dude's name from um what's his name solo something that solo something on, oh uh, the feedback from from the mm -hmm. Matt podcast when he was like, uh, um, you want you you want to you want to come back to the good guys when you are bonker busted and mm -hmm. you know you tired from the guys out there through the mud through the other dudes. And yeah, all that stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. His volume was atrocious, man. It was bad. I feel like he was low key sexist, <laughs> or not even low key because he was just like it was not good. <laughs> I feel like he was. I feel like he. I feel feel like he high key hate women mm -hmm. you know what I mean he was going hard and like hard. and like black women at that like he was just going too hard oh man 
just yeah. to give you a context of what we're talking about, we're talking about the at Madame Noir podcast conversation of what women want. Um, the hot topic sparked around uh, the country, especially for millennials. Um, and Monet, I don't know if you're comfortable with sharing your age, but you like somewhere in between that that young professional bracket, somewhere. Yes, I am 25, so I'm right in the cusp of millennial, and um, I'm, like I said, I'm still figuring out my life itself. I'm not an expert in anyone else's life, but in terms of, like, relationships, I can also give advice on what I've experienced, based on what I've experienced. Right. So, dude in the, in the solo, at solo, whatever his name is in the show, he said that you, you, you want to get with a guy you want to get with a strong guy and automatically think that he's supposed to fix you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how you were speaking about earlier, um, you do want to be able to look at your guy as 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 that as that that rock in your life mm-hmm. that's going to make you feel even when you don't or even when you do. You know what I mean? No matter what, I think sometimes people get it misconstrued when that's said. So could you kind of clear that up? Yeah, I definitely think there's a difference where you're solely depending on a person's feedback. So say, for example, my man is telling me how beautiful I am and I just keep shutting it down um, despite what he said of how beautiful I'm still dressing up and putting on, piling up on makeup and stuff. Stuff that he said I clearly do not need, like basically avoiding any advice that he's given me. Um, I think that's more of like depending um, depending on someone and not really valuing it and allowing it to overcome where they have to put enormous amount of effort to pretty much change your own mindset, especially for yourself. Right, I, right, right. And I think when you're like feeding off of each other, because not only am I'm just going to take in all the good stuff and like, oh, all the lovey-dovey. I like you so much. You're wonderful. I want to be able to make sure that I'm complimenting my man, telling him how great, how wonderful he is, how hardworking. It, it, we're, we're both feeding off of each other. And I think that's where, when we're reciprocating that same amount of love and admiration, that's where it's not like, oh, this person is fixing me and I'm fixing them. We're supporting one another. So it's so, a difference between the support and the fix. So see, that's this is where I feel like we get into the to the meat, the heart of the conversation. So this is that's this the slavery to part of that conversation. So now I want to start to unpack those layers of what it mean what um I guess those 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 shattered paradigms look like or what freedom looks like on the other end of something uh so deep as culture. Right. So I often speak of the hoods of life on this platform, like man, the manhoods, the womanhoods, the ladyhoods, the sisterhoods, the brotherhoods, the wifehoods, the husbandhoods, all the hoods of life. And, and folks tend to think that because they've gotten out of whatever proverbial hood that they lived in, that they've indeed freed themselves from all other hoods of life. So um, could you please talk to us? Uh, like, how did you get how did you get to this? to this current mindset that you have, because I, I see that you said something uh, about that, that was so imperative about mindset. Um, can you please share with us how important, first, well, tell us what mindset that you subscribe to and then mm-hmm. tell us how relevant that is in your dating life or career, your, your dating career. Yeah, so I think that 
as I like to put it. Okay. So I subscribe to a growth mindset, meaning that I'm open to challenges or when I'm faced with a, a challenge, I accept it, whereas I won't operate and think, oh, my God, this is not my lane. I'm only going to be able to move in this one method. And I believe being able to have a growth mindset, it allows me to be um, open to other relation ex- relationship experiences that I've mentioned in the past where I, I haven't chosen the, um, the right guy or the good guy. And I'm constantly looking for ways of how I can be different, where I'm not just trying to choose someone that's just like me in terms of my traits outside of like my um, ethnicity uh, cultural um um subscriptions but like for example the guy that's like a skate dude I, I i may give him a shot or the guy that just likes to go to the library or the guy that um works the coffee shop like there's different things on um those experiences i think that's really important and not just being open to or only accepting the one kind of person for relationships i think that will hinder the growth and who you are as a person and actually robbing you of that experience of the the, the love that we so-call and are infatuated on finding or the, the right person how do you know the person is right for you if you only keep choosing the same person whether it's within the same country within the um the same realm of your school or um your work um work life your work community yeah and you keep wondering why it ain't getting no better because you mm-hmm. you like I'm picking different people. You you picking different people, you picking different shells. Yeah. Picking the same person because you're attracting the same energy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the I feel like that's the the super important part about mindset when you're talking about you know, romance. Um what really works for you? What is it that you truly like versus you know what was given to you for what you're supposed to like? You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's really, really important. I feel like, uh, you know, if, if you can be, if you could change your mind about your hair 20 times, you know what I mean? I know you have to have some kind of question of, you know, what variety looks like in all realms of life, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just the way I think about it, though. Um so, to take it back to the guy, what constitutes a bad guy? And why does the bad guy end up on top? So I got a couple to... bad guys. I got a couple bad guys around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they come up. Would you say you come up, Goose? Uh, sure. <laughs> would, you, would you say you come up, Peter? I don't think I'm in the bad guy category. Oh, <laughs> man. I guess we all got... I don't think I want to admit to that. We got all good guys there. We all got, good guys. We got so, all, so what uh, are their chicks. opinions on the good guy that I, I define as the, the, the traditional term of good guy? Could you hear? Uh, partially. So she said... Uh, what you say? Can you say that a little louder? Yeah. So the traditional term of a good guy... How do you feel that you're you're like that, opposed to the bad guy that we didn't define yet? 
Um, I would just say I like to be honest and upfront more than anything mm-hmm. and just stay, stay true to my word. So if I tell you something, then that's, I'm, that's like, I'm going to stick to that. Be playing games and stuff like that. Okay. I feel like, I feel like a good guy, if I may say so myself, is a, is a person that's aware, you know what I mean? And what, the, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, with themselves the best way to know anybody else is by knowing yourself and then you can know where you need help at you know what i mean so you can know where to ask for help from somebody else versus uh i don't know which i what i really need you in my life for but i know i love having sex with you and i really kind of want you to fit the mode of uh, uh washing dishes and, and washing my clothes or whatever whatever traditional or norms is out there, you know what I'm saying? If, if I don't see how you're supposed to rock with somebody if they're not really your friend, like your people. Mm-hmm. This person grows to be your family after a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I so that's, just... my, that's my constitution of that. And I feel like there's no real good guys out here unless you've been bad before. You got to know yeah. the dark side of divorce. Right. Based on your the two of you who shared, I believe... Peter, you ain't sharing, Peter? Peter said he ain't sharing none of his secrets. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He must be the super guy. (laughs) Yo, you should see this dude's face, man. Straight up. So, based on both of um, not saying this what you said. I take it a bad guy is a wordsmith, plays games, kind of like a a fuckboy, so to speak. See, I mean, yeah, that that's that's the definition that that's been given pretty much. I don't like, know what the like, def- that's like. That's like the term that they use now. I don't know what the definition of a fuckboy is in in the terms of this coat and the culture of what we're talking about. Right. Um, but. I would say that a, a bad person is a person that's hurt because bad is just the concept. So I would just say like this person is a hurt person hurting other people. You know what I mean? And, and it was something about you. It was something about a person, i.e. a woman, right? That likes this guy that mm-hmm. didn't see. Like, you know what I mean? You would see that this person is hurt. Like, yeah, I can't rock with him. You know what I mean? Sure. I like him, but I can't really rock with him like that. You know what I mean? He's scared. I might, you know what I mean? I might throw a little something on him, but I can't really. You know what I mean? Because he had both of us tripping. So I, I, I don't really. Because I don't feel like it's nobody unless you're a little boy. You know what I mean? Like a little mm-hmm. kid. You ain't ain't nobody around. Like yeah, I'm just about to. You know what I mean? Nobody just be breaking hearts back to back. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm from the hood, so you know what I mean? I think that's like any part of any, like most traditional male cultures, like you more of a man by like how many you lay down with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it ain't it ain't, it ain't, ain't so much about love thing. You got teens for falling in love or, or having strong feelings for a girl. You know what I mean? You got, you got promoted. You got, you know, you was highly acclaimed if you was a player. You know what I mean? And that's something that's highly valued. But that's highly valued amongst men. You're a man amongst men. But in terms of women, women really want that honesty and they want that opportunity to have a choice. 
So if you're a player, they want to know up front, and then they can make the decision. Oh, well, you know what? I'm ready to play games too. Or, you know what? No, that's not for me. Let me exit out. Whereas you're not really forward and letting them know that that's what you're about. And they get caught up. And in most cases, women do want to be tied down or they want that title right away. Regardless, they like, okay, well, what, what's the next step? How are we going to get there? Whether or not they're going to be forward with you up front. But that, that's usually how it is. Well, see, that's the thing I believe in. I believe in being all the way up front first. Do you, boo? I believe in being, I love to tell you straight up, because that's who I am. I love me. So I ain't got no problem with telling you I'm a dog with that pink thing hanging out. You know what I mean? But I can't help that I am an exceptional guy. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what, that's what I'm saying. I think is like that's what would make you a good guy. If you're up front about it at first and, and let them know, you know, what it is up front. What's then, real. Then it's up mm-hmm. to them if they want to they want to deal with that. And if not, it's no hard feelings and I mean that's how I would that's how I would feel about it right. too, but so we know it don't it don't go that no, way. No, no, definitely not. You play that up and down game right. long enough, somebody's got somebody gotta be the villain. Right. So I I feel like it's it's more I feel like that's more of the struggle with the cultural norms. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, I like this dude, but like I don't want to just put a pin in it right here where it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I gonna be a fool or you know, like, should I, could I, should I be with him all the way right now? Or like, is he just for fun? Whatever. You know what I mean? I feel like it's way too much weight put on um, what women do with themselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like, you gotta, you gotta lie to a dude who's quote unquote good to appease his ego about a third of the bodies you really had in your lifetime. You know what I mean? So how, how successful is this situ- this mission going to be if we got to start this out on the premise of omission? Right? Because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Because I want your pretty little ego to stay where it is. You know what I mean? I want you to think everything that I want you to think about me. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're a real guy, man, shit, baby, do what you do. Like, I don't, give a- I don't care nothing about what you used to do. You with me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way I feel about it. And I, I know some people be like, yo, you know, you know, I want my girl to be fresh as a daisy, you know, untouched, pure as the driven snow. You know, I feel like that just brings more chaos and turmoil to a situation when you come into a situation judging. And at you least know? a double standard within the relationship, too. Cause- How so? A man could want his woman to ha- to be as pure as an angel, but have a long track record of the but different the, women they're involved in. And, and then you want her to be able to please you at the same time. Yeah, and she's right. But she's a scrub. <laughs> she's a scrub. But if she go too crazy with you, she's a whore. Like, so stay in this marginal spot of, you know what I mean? Let me get off. Don't you worry about that. You know what I mean? So you, I, I, I always thought that never made sense. Come on, man, come on. So that's just, I mean, like the dudes that they talking about in those, in those, in those, in those videos. I can, I can't really relate. I can only relate to what's my culture. You know what I'm saying? Like when mm-hmm. they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, you know, street guys, um, struggle culture. You know what I mean? That kind of culture. I, like, Hip hop. I can, I can resonate with those men. I know those kind of men. I don't know. 
any other kind of dudes. I definitely don't know that dude that made that that twenty minute rebuttal or that forty minute rebuttal <laughs> about you know what I mean, how they was all skanks and all of that. And I and I don't understand that. I, I definitely don't understand. I guess you see, it's the double standard. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't understand it. I, I don't teach his own, but I just think that's a if that's your biggest issue. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. If that's anything. your biggest issue out of out of this whole whopper, but that's why I like to call it a dating career instead of a dating life because you should be treating dating more like a career. You know what I'm saying? And you should be partnering up for love versus I'm trying to fall into this thing with some bozo over a motion that's fleeting, and then you wake up in the morning like, "Where's my panties? How did I get here?" <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I don't, you know, like I, I, I like, I like, I like, I like my women like I like myself. Free, period. If you love you, I love you. And I think that is key in any relationship. You have to love yourself first before you can try to give love and take love from someone else or accept someone else's love. Because if you want someone else to pour into you and you're just completely empty, they're gonna get tired. That's when they're gonna have that feeling that they they have to fix you, and that relationship itself is just gonna be draining. Right, absolutely. But that, I feel like that's where I feel like that's where like certain dynamics must take place, right? And we're we're speaking as if these are individuals that share this mindset now. Like, so if, if a person, they'd be like, yo, this is great. I'm not listening to these people, what they talking about. So we gotta, you know, we gotta make sure we, we, we adjust to the fact that there's going to be people where this kind of conversation is novel. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's break that down a little bit to where, to where self-love looks like it, it kind of looks you have to own your flaws in that situation. Like, I don't see how you can be really loving yourself and then lying about your sexual body count or, you know, what you do and how you've done it. You know what I mean? To me, that's not love. A. B, if you insecure about some things, guy or girl, you should be able to speak to those things. You know, true vulnerability makes you invulnerable. You know what I mean? If you don't got those those couple of those first couple of things, I don't even understand how could you establish anything. Everything else would be based on a lie. You need to be clear about what your agenda is, you, you know, what your partner's agenda is and what your agenda, agenda is and make sure they align, I believe, because, again, it's a career. So if we always growing and learning, we might be a, a great partnership right now. But I don't I'm not I'm not a big fan of being miserable for the rest of my life just to please everybody else to make them be like, oh, yeah, y'all should stay together. Y'all got 25. If you get no my motherfucking if you get no my last nerve, I'm out. Well, we can afford is peace in this life, man. I'm not going to come home and have it hired with you, too. That's just how I feel about it. Monet. How you feel about it? I agree. Um, my home. And even the person I'm with, if I feel that together we make home, it has to be peaceful. I don't want to have that drama or the going back and forth 
especially if that's something I've been brought up, I, I always going to want to aspire to be different, to be better, to go further in terms of that love than what my family didn't get to experience or be able to experience the love without the hardship. Yes, we're going to work on things together. And as friends, we may not always agree, but we don't have to go neck to neck. It's going to be, I, I keep always seeing this, it's us against the problem, not the problem, me being right or you being right for that specific problem. That's that's really hard. It's hard for people to walk away from being right. You know what I mean? Like, just to say, you know what, babe, I was wrong. Mwah, mwah. Thank you for being patient with me, baby. It ain't, it's that's too much because that's that inner, that's that vulnerability factor, you know, and that's inherent. That come from the, the many generations before us in this patriarchal society that we wear that. Like, you know, I, I can't be soft. You know what I mean? I can't be walking around here looking like no bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's be tough as you possibly can. And like I was, like I tell my students now, like, you know, if you anything like me, you learn how to love a woman by other men. Other men told you how to, how to you know, take a chance and romance your woman. Right. And you spend so many years, you know, you know, crafting that tool uh, while sharpening your manhood on this woman and then running back to your mans and telling them what's going, you know, what you done done and how you done done it. Right. And you think that you loving her. So it, it took for me to spend, you know, my recent years around a lot of women just to learn women, you know what I mean, to learn them all over again because of my traumatic past. And when you talk about that trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's got a lot to do with just our dysfunctional whole as a nation. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we breathe, you know? Um, this is America. So it's like, you know, my mom not being there and, and, and me not really having a good representation in, a, uh, in that way, not, you know, having that a, a, a attachment and, you know, and, and, and being, you know, by another woman and, and from another woman that come around, you, you know, the stuff that comes with that so um that really like skewed uh my thoughts on on what was right or what should be done um so you know being curious being a scientist being around women i want to know i want to like what's your language how do y'all even communicate i need to get on that wavelength when you mad is you really mad some sensitive to negative affect you know what i'm saying and if i think you mad at me i you know my whole world shut down, you know what I mean? And I'm, you know, I don't, you only know how to behave one way when you shut down, you know what I mean? You act out. So I had to learn that, you know, just because, she, you know, she talking shit right now don't mean it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? She still love you. She just need to talk shit to you sometimes. You know what I mean? And that's, that didn't just come to me overnight. That took me years of development. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still working at it. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And as a woman, it's important for us to mention when we are wrong. Um, so even if after talking shit, I've often come back and, you know, I don't cool down. I got my face and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, this is how I felt. And really being able to be at peace and have that conversation. Like, you know, this is how I was feeling. And you, a man, probably had a completely view on it and wasn't trying to get me upset. It was just a response on how I, I took it. But that was 
that was something that I personally experienced and I can't push my own experiences on someone else on how I respond is not how someone else will respond and so I have to be mindful that my reactions to things can be different from how others will react and especially Absolutely. if I know that it was it, it was out of character and that in a, can be a turn off I always want to be able to acknowledge when I'm wrong and I find right, myself right, doing that right. more often even there's moments this is why I do agree with like your partner is your friend because there's moments where I find myself being jealous of my partner where they found something that they love to do like the other day my partner said oh if it came down to it because he's really into like martial arts he's like if I have to pay bills like my phone bill or something is up and then I have martial arts I'm going to choose martial arts before paying my phone bill because that's something that I love. Fucking right. That's the craft. Yes. That's my craft. And then I got so emotional. Like, I, I started breaking down. I'm like, you know, I can't remember me finding something that I love so much that I can make a decision like that. I would excommunicate myself from the world that I love to do that so much. I'm going to pay and make sure I continue to do that for the next 30 days. Yo, but that's, a, but that's when you know you're in the thick of it. That's when you know you in it. You know what I mean? When you willing to let that phone rock, you like I'm good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All, all, all I need is this right here. You know you in it. You in it for the long haul. But I thought you made some like a, a ton of other interesting points um, within that conversation, especially with the like admitting you were right. You found it to be attractive. I mean, I just am instantly, you know, I, I'm 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 visual. So like instantly when you were saying that and telling the story, I just instantly, I felt like I was sitting on the couch soaking, pissed off, mad as hell, watching the 60 inch. And then you come around like, babe, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? I was tripping, you know, that would, that's like, that seemed like that'd be an instant aphrodisiac. You know what I mean? You come in and be like, yo, my fault. I fucked up. Can we get back to the loving? You know what I mean? Except, you know, you 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 stay mad and forgot why you mad the next morning and spent the whole night when you could have been fucking and loving each other. <laughs> but right, you want right. to stay on your side of the bed. They know it's wrong because you always creeping on their side of the bed. Um, and then it carries on for the next thing, the next thing. You don't even remember why you got upset. And it and the further it gets on, it was more irrelevant. But you're still going to cause this tension within your relationship, and it was unnecessary. So, Bruce and I are often talking about uh, how uh, the properties of of being a slut for your man and how far is too far and all of that. You know, if women like it as much as guys like it. And, you know, I was just like, man, ain't no way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one woman gonna like to have sex with me as much as I like to have sex all day. So, Goose, like, man, yeah, they will. They, they, they gonna keep going. Why wouldn't they? You even remember that conversation? Vaguely. Yeah, I don't remember. It was, was a while ago. But, uh, do you think, I mean, well, I can't even say, do you think? I mean, from your perspective of what you know about women, do women, is that an age-old myth? Do women actually like to have sex as much as guys do? I said, I believe so. And I believe that women's sexual, um, sexuality increases 
as they get older, too. I think they just aren't as vocal about it as we are. Maybe they are starting to now, but I feel like just in, in time. But I feel like maybe even more so. Because their sex drive gets stronger when they as they get older. And That's what she said. Our, our, yeah. Our, so I when, definitely don't agree. Yeah, when they're younger, saying, they're closer to society. But you know, you know what Explain said, Explain says you need to be having an orgasm every day to keep your sex drive potent. No doubt. Every day. So that's like Viagra that's saying, natural. I, I feel like people that probably aren't having one every day, they're probably at a young age, you know what I'm saying, or a young age, they stop. Like, they fat about they, they stop caring about that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So you stop jerking off every day or masturbating every day or whatever. <laughs> stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Or even trying. So then it gets to a point where you get, at some point in your life, like, I can go without it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like a thing. And that's so another thing, work. Monet. Why they got, like, why do couples feel like they got to stop trying once they're together, though? Like, I feel like that's who they that's the thirst for life right there. That's what makes you want to stay alive, the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying that you, you got to make your, your your partner, you know, feel threatened. I'm just saying, like, man, I want to, like, I don't want you to know everything I buy. I don't even want to know everything you buy. I want to be like, man, when, when you get them, when you get them shoes, I don't remember that. <laughs> when you get those, you know what I'm saying? I, I think there's, I think there should be something. There should be mystery still. You know what I mean? Like, I want to come pick you up and you be like, damn, you look good. Like, or like when you, or, or don't ask me when I got this shirt or why you ain't wear that, that, that cream shirt with the black collar. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there still, there should be some mystery. Do you I agree? I do. I do agree. And I believe what happens is we get too comfortable. Like, in the beginning, we're so we we're so in tune with one another. We want to please one another, and we forget our own identity. And so, when you get into a relationship, your relationship becomes who you are. And so, you right. always constantly keep wearing that blue shirt that your lady likes. When you forgot, yo, I like green too. You know, uh, stuff like that. Right, um, right. Or you always doing things together and. Oh, we always went shopping together, so I pretty much will know everything that's in your closet. So when you have something else, that means you went shopping with someone else. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> I think like it, it can lead to other conclusions and stuff like that. And so you always have to establish from the beginning, you know, there's gonna be some things I'm gonna do alone. Man, woman, doesn't matter. Period. I'm gonna go shopping by myself on occasion. And that way when it comes down the line, when I did do it after we've been doing it the last three years, it won't be a surprise to you because like, don't forget who you are. You have your identity outside your relationship and then you have your relationship. And I still do believe that you should have friends outside of your relationship too, even those that are of opposite gender or whatever um, gender you identify with. So, yeah. But, but you see that, but that's the slippery slope argument. Guys, like, man, I ain't, man, my chick ain't, man, she ain't having no male friends. It's over. I'm all the friends she need. And then, you know, a lot of women saying that, you know, my guy ain't having no no female friends. It's over for that. What I look like. Gotta have that trust. And see, that's the You're not gonna have that trust. You're gonna push your partner away. Because it's impossible. Yes, your partner can be your best friend, but even still, best friends don't do every single thing together. They're still aligned. But see that's but that but see that's the thing. I feel like if you love to love me is not to possess me. You know what I'm saying? Like 
you like you said, it, it's ultimately about trust. And I don't feel like, how could you really love me if you don't trust me? You know what I mean? Like, you just want to possess me. You love the idea of me uh, versus, you know, me as being a human being. I, I, like, you can't love me more than I love myself. And, and to love myself is to love learning and growing, right? So if I'm learning and growing, then you got to give me the space to do that. Um, and I think insecurity drive, you know, drives folks from doing that because it's a level of abuse that keeps you thinking about one thing and one thing only. No, I ain't going there. No, I can't do this. I'm going to hear this person's mouth. I don't want to have to go through that. That's prison. That's prison. That ain't, man, I ain't, you know, I'm supposed to be, it's supposed to be a joy mm -hmm. to come home to mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, if at the end of the day, if all I can do is, is, is have sex with another woman and, 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 and this is going to be all over, then shit, what the hell was we really sitting on and, to begin with? Like, that's the way I think about it. You know what I mean? That's why I just rather be open and honest up top, man. Like, you know, I know, you know, you talking about a lifetime. 50, 60, 70, 80 years. I ain't gonna never get a drop of nothing else. Let's just be realistic. Let's just be realistic, Monet. You can hold tight 50, 60, 70, 80 years. Same face, same body. Well, it's not gonna be the same body. And the face is gonna change. <laughs> Because <laughs> you get older, <laughs> and you might bring a new body in a new face, and to enjoy the action. But again, but that's what I'm saying. That's that. That's a different level of love. We talking about people. Most people be like, all they want to do is subscribe to the traditional thing, even though the traditional thing is losing. Divorce rate is two to one. Like Goose and I was kicking it the last episode. It's like, man, I'm just going to keep trusting the fail and do it. And I'm going to call it faith. Faith without work is dead. You got to design something that actually works. And that requires you to know yourself and know your partner. And your, that your partner knows themselves and knows you as well. Where you are, where you to assist and resist one another. That's just, the, I feel like, that's what I feel creates balance. Other than that, like if I try to come into a relationship and be something other than I am, I'm going to be failed and foiled every time. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be doing everything that I've been running from all this time. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just running head to head up with it and like really paying attention to what, shit, what, what it's about for me. You know what I mean? Like I ain't the only person in my bloodline that, that, that like to have sex like this or have to, like to have different partners like that. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. I'm sure if you trace your bloodline back, you'll see the same thing. I'm just being honest with what's there. I think that falls under the hood that you're talking about. The marriage. You find one person and you stick with them forever. You have the same sex position. Veterinary, <laughs> 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 you don't do nothing, you know, nothing on the side. No doggy style. No... Uh, or, Man, or anything you going, like that. If you go in that route, then you know, <laughs> I'm gonna get mine. You got to get your own. Mm -hmm. That's how it was for for years, decades, forever. Female orgasm was first written by a man. I don't even know that how that works. Do something I didn't know. 
<laughs> so I don't even know how that works, man. So, you know, and 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 that's the thing, like those constructs, like I don't know that I would, I would, I wouldn't, I would be more trustful of persons more than I would an institution, especially a failing institution. Such an institution like what's considered traditional monogamy or um, the likes of. I just I don't you know I don't I know. Think, and if I, that's and if you have to if you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna gauge me by the rules of of, of that, then I'm a I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a bad guy all the time. I'm gonna fit that concept. So also it's down to honesty. Honesty in yourself, knowing what you're capable of doing, what you're willing to um, put up with. And I use quotation, air quotations. And honesty from your partner. So if you know that, that that's not the route you can take, then this is this is where our, our, our ends meet. Like We can't keep going in that same direction in terms of that relationship. But that's and, the thing. That's why people steal. They steal because they know there's a high chance you might say no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to try to sneak. And then once you get away with it, it's a gamble. So that gamble turns into a thrill. Now you become addicted to the thrill of just doing it behind your partner's back. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of just it's, being honest. Instead of just being straight up with yourself, like Forgive yourself for who you are. Man, I just happen to, man, I like that. Man, this is who I am. I like to live like this. As long as I'm protecting myself, keeping myself healthy and clean, you know what I'm saying, discipline. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, going to ride this way, you know, whatever comes. But I'd I'd rather say that than have, you know, three and four and five and six wives. Not because you're having all of them at one time. I'm talking about consecutive back to back you meeting chick you meeting women talking about man yeah you about to be my fifth wife <laughs> like what like huh you can't tell me that's not a failed or flawed institution I mean we are there are a lot there's a lot of failed and flawed institutions I'm just saying that that's one particular one you know what I mean that that it's easy for you to just design something for yourself, something that you want, something that you want to do, something that you want to have. And I think that's, you know, that ambiguity is just too much for some people to to really like stand. Like, so what is there? What is there for me? Like, what do I do then? Where do I go? I think I think watching college students is like the best thing in the world because you get to see these young adults like really become themselves. They trying to experiment. They gonna bump their heads. They gonna try to figure it out. You know what I mean? And it's like, if y'all put that much energy into into a career, this world would be such a better place. <laughs> what they don't know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just it's just when you coming out the paddock, you really don't understand like what's going on out here. And it's like you trying to figure it out. You trying to like you trying to understand like. Where do I go and what do I do? 
and some find it, some hide it, some never, you know, not brave enough to seek it at all. That's when you gotta have that that growth mindset <laughs> and, and be hungry. Be hungry for life. Be hungry for love. Be hungry for new experiences. All of that is an experience. Life, love. So um, that. So if they out there, if, if if somebody out there, what's the what's the what's the fastest and surest route you would say to? achieving a lasting love of all time be open and don't be afraid of doing someone something one time and making a decision it doesn't have to oh let me keep trying this way let me keep trying this person especially this person has hurt me or i've hurt myself because i've been i'm trying to believe something else than what they've been telling me so wear a new hat look at things from a different lens try to get a different vantage point speak to people about it be open don't try to keep your relationship inside or the your experiences from your relationship inside because you're scared of being judged i think just being honest with yourself being open having those different um viewpoints that'll definitely at least help you get closer to what you may be looking for what you may need, matter of fact, forget to looking for what you need to have a fulfilling life, uh, a love life for yourself and for whoever your partners are going to be in on that life journey. That's a good, I mean, that was a phenomenal answer. <laughs> I want to clap my hands after that. <laughs> Who's what you think, man? What do you think is, uh, 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 what does it, what does it take to achieve a, uh, uh, a love lasting a lifetime. Unconditional love. I don't even say that. I don't. I wouldn't even say that because ain't nobody giving you that. Your mama giving you that. I don't think nobody just walking up the street is giving you unconditional love. If that was the case, then I would be able. To, I should be able to man make bump a, bump my head, have <laughs> sex with a few chicks and mess it up, and then come back and you still love me unconditionally. For sure, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you could you could grow that into that. You're saying you could start it at some like that's why you know they usually tell you like to marry your best friend because you start off as friends, so you don't hide anything from each other. You guys are very honest and upfront and, and stuff like that, and you know you know everything about that person, so it ends up growing into unconditional love. So regardless of what happens with that person, you always love them, whether you want to be with them or not. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like to have a lifetime of love. But that's family love, though, ain't it? When you say that, that's like, you'd be like my family after a while. So when you marry, you come under your family now. That's true. That's true. That might be why, you know, I don't know. So I feel like it would, I feel like it would have to. Is married people having a lot of sex? No. I feel like that depends. On, I feel like there's a lot of people, like, you know, with the divorce rate being so high, a lot of people that aren't really in marriages where they actually do love the person or whatever, yeah. so they probably aren't. It's so a lot I, of... I, I, bet, I bet if you find people that really are or have unconditional love for each other, they're probably have a lot of sex whether it be with each other other people or or whatever but that know? is today being open Monet what's your take you think married couples are having a lot of sex I don't think so <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, she said I don't think so I, I think the married couple like that's on, on the brink of like the divorce and all that good. stuff or cheating they're not having sex at home if they had to 
you know, go look out for something else, entertain their work, their, their work relationship, their work life, their work husband. I don't think so. I don't think. Or, it's, you, not, or it's not satisfying. It's not, it's I either not enough, it's not satisfying. Oh, yeah. I, I tell you one thing I've learned for sure, man, and women, like, for that guy that she's into, man, she ain't really looking for nobody else to have no nothing with. Right. Like, if she mm -hmm. into that dude, he could be a complete bozo. If she into that fool, man, you know what I mean? She don't see nobody else. I, yeah, I feel like it's different for women. I feel like they're able yeah. to look at one dude only and be like... Yeah, yeah, but that's why I think they created us. I think it was right. all a grand ploy, man. They mm -hmm. got tired of bickering with one another and they said, let's create men. <laughs> so then they can fight for our affection. And they can win it and they cherish us a lifetime. I agree. I don't I don't really look at men that much. I, I'll look at women more so than men. Right. That's see now that and that, that's interesting. I honestly I don't know if it's a fatuation or competition, but I'm always like looking at women. I think it's that I think it's that spectrum of insp inspiration and intimidation. You know what I mean, and where you happen to fall within that spectrum, um, because that's what I'm hearing nowadays from like progressive women, and you know there would be some you know conservatives that would probably say that, oh you know that's that new age uh, uh, trends and all that. That's what's trendy and all of that. But I find that a lot of women are just like yo. I find other women attractive, and you know. I don't have no problem hooking up with a chick, you know what I mean, and my guy, and wouldn't be jealous of nothing because I know he's mine. And I'm like, I, it's such a beautiful time to be alive. I feel like most women I know are attracted to women, but if it came down to like having a threesome with their dude, they're not down for that. But see, that's that insecurity right. piece. Actually, you know what I'm no, absolutely, I agree with that. That's why. I, that's why I'd rather get with a chick that has that knows her. So she didn't got out here and scuffed her knees a little yeah. bit. She knows. I mean, I you agree know what I mean. Like if this dude is here, you know what I mean, and, and right. I'm sharing myself with this dude, then we here. Right. Like we ain't got no reason to not be here. If we not here and he or he treat me a certain kind of way, then he's a scumbag. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, and I'm not saying like. In the, in the sense of like a woman needs to, to go all the way to give herself or give to make a man happy or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Because, you know, people listen to hear for what they want to hear yeah. and take things out of context. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is from women I have heard those things from, I don't understand, you know, how a person, <laughs> I don't see how you could just be greedy after that. If, if, if your girl's like, yo, you see baby right here, she going with us tonight. Let's go. <laughs> you have, I don't, I don't know, you know what I mean. But you know, every, you know, every everything messes up, I guess. Yep, and we don't got all the answers for everyone else. <laughs> 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 they gonna do what they gonna do. So well, I think I think exploration is key. I think you should be exploring bravely. You know what I mean, fearlessly. I think you should be, you know braving the frontier and figuring out what it is that you like out here. You know what I'm saying? Because to not be exposed to things is, is to create a phobia. To me, you know what I mean? Because the more you don't understand and the more you lack understanding, the more you grow in fear of the stimulus. So I think you should try to understand. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know what I mean? And I'm not just talking about girl on girl. I'm talking about 
people, period. Like just going out here, you know what I'm saying? Try what you want to try. At least I can be like, yo, I, I had this, I had that, I like this, I like that. And I know that's just ain't it. I've had a lot of things and I know what I like and know what I love and that ain't it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is there anything else can anything else we can we can drop on that one day? I like to end on a positive note. <laughs> and I feel like we really reached a, a good conclusion in terms of like love itself, especially when Did we, we cover all the like bases. A, yeah, especially with like the good guy, the bad guy and like the trauma. Like we really did like an upward trend and then kind of cool, just to cool down. I didn't get to say I didn't get to say what a, what a, what I feel like a good woman is though. I, don't, I feel oh. like we a little I think we, I feel like we a little slighted in that degree. Well, I would love to hear what a good woman is. What would you say a good woman is, Goose? China. What do you mean, China? From uh, Generation X. Is a good woman. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't got too many thoughts about it. As far as, far as like what makes a good woman for you, for what me? you what you feel like? What do you feel like makes a good woman? I don't know. That's hard for me to answer. I feel like I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like. Um... Somebody want to you want to ask me that question? Yeah, sure. So what I feel like makes a good woman is a woman that's completely aware of herself, in tune with her ability, tapped into her purpose, you know what I mean? Cultured, know where God is, and we golden, you know what I mean? I do love a warrior goddess, you know what I'm saying? That I, you know, I like you know, to have to hold my girl back. I like, babe, that's enough. Just take it easy. God damn it. Please. I can't take you nowhere. Please. But over above all, you know, loving, man. Know yourself. In tune to that. Unapologetic about that. Creative. You know what I mean? Know where you come from. Can 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 coach me. You know what I mean? Push me to new heights. You know what I mean? But know how to do it in a way. You know what I'm saying? I'm going too far, ain't I? I can see you too clear. I'm going too far. Another conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it right here. I'm gonna leave it right here. I was going too far. Thanks, sir. Come on, Goose, man. You could have you could have said something. I got a something for me and you. You know what I mean? Sprinkle a little bit on yours too. So do you feel like men run away from good women? Is that for me? Of course. We ain't talking. Uh, we don't know. I was, I was, I was, I was, I'll tell you all Okay. Go ahead, Goose. You know, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Just, no, which you go. Come on, dog. Don't do that. Why you say that? Um, like especially because 
I feel, I feel like it ends up coming down if if a dude doesn't like love themselves. They're like, oh, like if you think of yourself as the bad guy, you see a good girl, what you deem to be a good girl, and you're like, well, I wouldn't want to, I don't want to ruin her. I, they probably had, they deem themselves to be a bad guy because they've ruined a couple of good girls or feel like they've ruined a couple of good girls. So they're, just, you know what I'm saying? I've done that. So, you know I've done that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like you, you're an example of that for sure. Yeah. You ain't got to throw me under the bus like that, dude. Boots. No, you know what I mean. I'm just playing, man. But, you know, I just was having a... a, a or, like, a, if you know, you know what I'm saying, if you, as a dude, if you know you're hurt out here, you know what I'm saying, you know, necessarily, like, you come I across... Just, it, I didn't feel like I was worthy for a lot of years. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. come across it, like, if you're, if you're hurt or just came out of something, you know what I'm saying, you, you want to... never had like, A good girl. Yeah, yeah, with that, and you don't think that you would... You know, wouldn't yeah. blow it then, because some people sometimes we don't want to waste their time. Yeah, I definitely, so we, I definitely it ends up coming off as like maybe like a fuckboy maneuver or something like that. But it's just mm-hmm. us not Yo. trying to ruin, ruin like a good girl or what we think is a good girl. I was just, I was just, I just was told that that was a fuckboy move because yeah, seventeen years, well, yeah, seventeen years ago I had that decision to make with my 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 high school sweetheart, and yeah. I was like. Yo, I'm going to the military. She was on her way to uh, Clark. And I was like, I really ain't feel like I was good enough for her anyway. You know what I mean? So I was just like, yo, you know, you go ahead and, and live your life and do you. You know what I mean? And yeah. I giant faded to black on her. And she just told me 17 years to the date, like, you know, that giant, that fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, And I'm really, like, that didn't fuck you up. I she was like, yo, that really fucked me up. Like. I you just ghosted on me, and I was really in love with you. And I'm like, yo, was you for real? Like, yeah. I had yeah, no some, idea. Sometimes we're damned if we do, and damned if we don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I feel like that. Uh, sometimes when I'm dealing with women, regardless of what I do, it's probably not gonna go great. <laughs> Savage, yeah. Savage. But that's the thing, you know. I think the bad concept is 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 misconstrued, right? Because we have a feral nature. When you born out here in the world, when you born out here in the streets, you raised by other wolves. You know what I'm saying? So okay. you 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 become feral in that sense. You become savage, and it doesn't matter that you know I hurt you because I'm already hurting inside. It's fair game. Or how do I even recognize what hurt looks like for you if I don't recognize what hurt looks like in me? You know what I'm saying? Or I feel like I'm sparing you a life of hurt with me because I know how much hurt I am. Not knowing that I'm contributing or causing hurt for you, you right? Know what I'm saying so. Um, you know, it definitely get re- it, no matter how much that we like to admit it, Monet. We definitely men definitely be a lot of, be real emotional about. Um, you almost just get tossed to to hide it though. Yeah, keep it to yourself. You know, what I'm saying? yeah. Have that quick conversation about it, and then it's over with. Like, yeah, yeah. It's time to move on. Invulnerability, right? You know what I mean? Um, when it's really the, the 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 other way around, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to have some vulnerability in order to, to you know be more you know invulnerable like. Um, and we especially don't get coming, that lesson, especially coming from where we're coming from. Like it's yeah, like, you remember you be a bitch and they call you a pussy or you tapped right. into your feminine side. Right, like, the that's fuck, not, that's a dope. You know what I mean? You gonna get you got, crushed, you got up, and you end up with a target on your back. Yes, yes, you are gonna get crushed for that. So it's you know, you know, we program to not care in that degree. So now, um, 
where it's like okay to share those kinds of things, it's like we're relearning. Yeah, all over again. We got to relearn all over again. And then it's like you got to throw all of this on a woman and she got to be like, well, damn, okay. (laughs) Well, shit. All right. Well, I got my shit too. And then she want to share with you. So now it's more like now you can kind of heal each other. Y'all can help each other because you can heal what you revealed and it becomes like a quest to help one another. But you ain't getting no manual for that shit coming up. You know what I mean? You getting the same old dysfunctional DNA that's been passed down. I mean, yeah, everyone wants to act like they're a player. It's about yeah, or it's about who's yeah. winning. Right, right. Right? At the end of the day, I'm on top. Right. You know what I mean? I remember being told several things. Never, you know, never, never, never uh, fall in love with the girl that you like the most, or or make sure you get with a girl that love you more than you love her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's like that, that's like dogmatic. That's doctrine. You know what I mean? That's the things that you follow. Um, where I come from. So it took for me to really like just be around bossed up warrior goddesses to be like, yo, these, yo, this, yo, I see how they operate. Like, nah, you know, this is the guys ain't nothing, ain't nothing too good. You know what I mean? For this dude. And that's my boo. That's my baby. That's my boo drop, you know, whatever, whatever, however, you know? So, but again, I feel like there should be classes, you know, for genders by gender. You know what I mean? I feel like there should be cool guy workshops that women can go to, and there should be cool woman workshops that guys can go to. You know what I'm saying? To learn that the love languages. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would love to attend those. What'd you say? I said, I would love to attend those workshops. Man, damn The right. love language. Damn right. I would love to, to attend something like that and, and and can be completely open. You know, I'm going into the situation like brain dead. Teach me everything you can know. Like, I remember, you know, as we go to Sipsy. So I'm, I'm at Sipsy. I remember going to the What Women Want uh, workshop. It was about, you know, the woman dollar. Um the national the it was a, the national gross uh, product, but I thought it was like you know like what women want like you know that kind of deal, but I ended up learning a whole lot more about you know marketing analytics and you know that um, the women's gross national product is like seven trillion bucks or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's just like y'all y'all your own country if y'all wanted to be, and I thought that was really cool you know what I'm saying I thought that was pretty dope like. You know, if you're looking for warrior goddesses, they are right here. You know what I mean? For, you know, our women to be leading the world um, in a patriarchal game, capitalistic game, where, you know, in capitalism, there's no feelings involved. You know what I mean? It's all business at the end of the day. And you can't take it personal. You know what I'm saying? And that's the hardest thing that people can do because, you know, at fundament, we're human. You know, emotion is required. Um, however, you cannot have any emotions in the capitalistic um, realm. And I feel like any strides to be made um, in an institution that designs their language around uh, oppressing you, like um, you come to work and you have a bad day, it's, you, you know, it's mass hysteria, you know, or uh, angry, angry woman, angry black woman. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's just slut is 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 all is just bitch cunt whore 
you know, so on and so forth. Um, but still to come up with $7 trillion, you know, gross domestic product. You know what I mean? That's major. That's major. So. So when can we get to attend these workshops on the love languages? Yeah, we got to put that together. The real what women want (laughs) session. Yeah, we got to put that together. We got to put that together. Uh, Because that's a hit. Mm-hmm. That's a hit, you know, being out here studying and I feel like you kind of have to love social media like every day though. Yeah, but it ain't credible though. Right. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody really no, standing behind it. Yeah, people ain't standing behind it. They not doing, you know, they're not getting empirical research, scholarly research that support it or deny it. You know what I'm saying? It's one sided. And I'd rather be open to to all data even if it's objective to you know what I want to see happen um how else am I going to stretch how much how else might I be challenged to come up with another solution so I definitely love to do that but in the meantime between time I'd like for people to eliminate whatever concept more model that they 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 drive or derive and drive in their mind because there's no such thing. And I forgot who said the quote. Um, first, you need to decide what you know what world you live on. Is it a good world or is it a bad world? And I love to ask people that question, but I hate to hear the answer. You know what I mean? Because too often I hear that I feel like I live in a bad world. You know what I mean? And they're telling me what their, expect- their perspective is right off the rip. You know what I mean? So everything about their life is bad based off of that perspective. You know what I'm saying right there? Like everything is crumbling based off of that right there. Not the creator mindset or victor mindset to say that, you know what I'm saying? This world is good. And because this world is good, everything that I'm going after, I'm going to have. You know what I mean? Including, you know, my date, my mate, whomever. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, I want to leave us with that right there. Monet, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, for asking the question and then coming on here and standing within the regard of that question I want to say you have uh, for for a woman you, I don't want to say I don't want to be sexist and say you got balls for doing it but you de- your golden ass is definitely on a hunter um, and I had, a, I had a, an illustrious woman panel lined up for you um, however I wanted to make you most comfortable because you was the first one to submit a question and um, definitely came on the platform to chop it up about it. I'm, I'm too excited about that. Um, I've had debriefs, but I haven't had somebody submit a question and then stand right, standing within that. And you know what I mean? We 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 hash it out here on uh, hashtag Ask the Phoenix. And as it pertains to you know a money mindset and shattering slavery to you know, free thinking, free mind, you know what I mean, and all of that, and not uh, not in the Kanye way, I can say that, right? I can say that, right, Goose? Why not? Not in the Kanye way, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, I just want to thank you, man. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you took time out your day. I know it's a busy day. Um, 
like I said, the other women on that, that I had today, that we had some powerhouse at Amber Quinney coming, um, Tamara McMillan. I wish they could have, you know, I wish we could have still all linked up. All five of us, we would have had, a, well, we probably would have been on here for about five hours. <laughs> um, but I feel like this conversation is going to get a lot of other great conversations started. Um, and not a lot more questions to flow in. Um, I hope it, it expels some of the fear of coming on the podcast and kicking it. You know what I mean? Just chopping it up or asking a question and what that looks like in real time. And they'd be like, man, it don't count, man. She was a superhero. You can't count her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely um, ever so grateful. I appreciate you. Well, thank you so much for extending the opportunity. Um, for those that are listening, it's my first time ever being recorded. So <laughs> I'm really grateful, and especially in um, the fact that I could submit a, quest- a question and being able to speak on it and really have a, a fruitful dialogue with men about it. So recipients on the other side of why um, good men are being passed up and you all identify as good men. And so we were able to really come together the conclusion what that is and also, right there's some miscommunication somewhere uh-huh and then find out what a good what what makes what it takes to um be a good woman so yeah i really enjoyed the time that we all spent together today so thank you that's great that's good that's, I'm, I'm happy that you did so before we can before you can tell them where they can find you at i'd like to know like um like What inspires and intimidates you to keep going every day, even when it gets tough? What what inspires and intimidates you to, to drive an impact on the planet? Um, what inspires and intimidates me, I would say, is my family. Um, mm. And it's a constant reminder, like being in New York City right now, going to visit. They they don't hide it. They always talking about the struggle. The, their goal is always to get that house. They're working towards that, staying up late, hustling. Um, my stepfather, he's in school, going for security management, and at the end of school, he's being security for a residential um, property in Manhattan. And then my mother, she she's a home aide, and she tends clients that are no longer capable of taking care of themselves. And then even my little sister starting high school ninth grader and she wants nice. to do as many sports as possible and she's opening um open to tagging along with me on my high school recruits and go to college fairs and that that hunger to just to be better that is what inspires me and also the intimidation will be like the, the poverty line so my family that we're, we're still poor but we're rich in spirit and rich in that mm. we want to be better and that that's not the end no matter how old we are it's three different generations within that household including and then if you want to include me that's four different generations and we all are hustling and trying to be mm. better so that intimidation fuels my inspiration and I can't stop because it's not stopping with my family and I want to be better yeah. damn again I want to give another <laughs> round of applause damn thank you Take us to church. So where can where can anybody find you at, Moni Zay? 
<laughs> so um, I just said it. You can find me at Monize on Instagram. So that's M O N I Z A Y. Also, you can find me at Monet Lewis, M O N E T L E W I S, on Facebook and on LinkedIn. So um, reach out, hit me up, and don't be connect. shy. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> and don't be alarmed at my face. <laughs> don't be alarmed when my some pages are private, but I, I'll definitely reach out <laughs> and connect. Thank you. Goose, where can they find you at? Goose Swavy on everything. No, because you told me Goose So Swavy for years, man. No, I didn't. Goose Swavy. It's, you told me Goose So Swavy, dog. <laughs> no, I never did. It's, all, it's been Goose Swavy on everything forever. So that's uh, G O O S E S W A V E Y on everything Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. And you know, you can find me, the Big Dog Phoenix, at Ask the Phoenix on Instagram. Or Naja Bolden on on LinkedIn. Um, man, I'm just so excited about the moment, man. Send your send your questions in, um, so we can have more dynamic dialogue built such as this one, and the energy, just the energy around, um, you know the challenge, right? To ask, answer a question. I felt like your question was so vague and I'm like, yo, I wish she could come on so she can give us some context about what she's talking about with this. So, that's so dope. So, um, it's been a while. It's been, you know, I I can't believe we've been on it. We've been kicking it for almost an hour and a half already. Um, but time flies when you're having fun. Um, to the queens and kings, to continue to transform. And um, guys and goddess, y'all know what y'all can do. Keep creating. And uh, to the next time, Phoenixes, flame on. <laughs>